0: Love Talk Radio Playing Sports City Chefs From Amazon Music Yeah Woo Let's go Y'all need to sit back Listen, enjoy the ride Tip something, light it up, enjoy the ride Cause the Sports City Chefs Is on the night In the kitchen cooking up, they on the ride. Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, Chefs, chef. Yes, Lord, We got a brand new present. Joe Biden, we riding. I pray you haven't said. Word from the wise, my people stay ahead. Of. Come on. I've been relevant, trying to survive the elements. It ain't no love in these streets, these dudes telling it. Case goes from cold to hot state. Kaboom! Sports City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your the spoon. They well in tune, bloom like a flower in June. Superman verse MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the Sports City chefs again. Pay attention, tune in. Uh. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, Sports City? Y'all know what time it is? Thursday night, nine p.m. On table gumbo. Sports City says, bringing spice. Hoping to have my co-host in the building. We'll find out momentarily if he is able to show up. If he's not, I will just try to serve out a few things for you and get this thing moving and get you guys on your way on a Thursday night. But thank you everybody for stopping in, being part of what we do here at Sports City. Lots of cool things. On our blog website, check us out, sportscitychefs.com. We have articles, lots of stuff uh, out there for you. Uh, lots of good food for you to pick up there. dishes on fantasy football, help prepare you for your fantasy football draft. As we are now coming into this weekend in preseason football, starting off, this is week one. We had the Hall of Fame game last week. Um, and then this is week one of three, so we're uh, you know coming up on like right at four weeks from the start of the regular season for NFL football, so these fantasy drafts are going to be hot and heavy. SportsCityChefs.com has you covered articles on sleepers, on people to fade, on rookies, on uh, draft strategies. Uh, recently, controversy put out an article on a zero RB uh, strategy. Uh, so, some cool things there. Check us out. Uh, check out the uh, the blogs, the website. Barry wrote an article. The villain has written a couple on the Giants. He wrote a trade deadline one. Both of, he and I both did a couple articles around the baseball trade deadline. Uh, so, lots of stuff there. I got some stuff coming about college conferences pretty soon. Uh, there, lots of cool articles there. And then we got shows throughout the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific. We have the NFL front office show on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, the Callers Cookout. Uh, Village versus Timeless, where good always wins. Uh, that is Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. And on Thursdays, Roundtable Gumbo. This is what you're tuned into now. Check us out on all of your smart speakers. Uh, any of your podcast apps, anything else, got episodes, uh, you can just tell it. play Sports City Chefs. Uh, we'll do so. And you can listen to any of our past episodes, like, and subscribe, anything that resonates to you. The numbers help us. So check us out, sportscitychefs.com. We've got some big things coming in the future. Uh, we're going to be more, even more interactive and, and live. So uh, check us out. Stay tuned for all the different things that we have. Uh, coming up here in Sports City, and of course, without without you guys, wouldn't be any point in us continuing to do this. So uh, appreciate the listens, appreciate the support. Uh, like, share, uh, subscribe, share us on all of your platforms and whatever else, anywhere you can, man. Help us get the word out And we're doing some uh, really cool things here in Sports City. So those are our shows during the week, and then of course the Mothership Show, the the. Timeless Sunday morning brunch on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central. T.P. Timeless himself and and the head honcho and I set up shop with you, uh, open things up early, serve up some things, make sure everybody gets fed on Sunday mornings. We usually recap what happened over the weekend, over Friday, Saturday night. Uh, During baseball season, we go over the standings with you. Um, And then we are now three weeks away from the start of college football season. Probably a couple games in two weeks, so we'll see what happens there. But we uh, go over what happened over the weekend, set the table for Sunday, and then come football season, uh, TV time tonight, and anybody that decides to show up at the brunch, actually go through and pick, give you our predictions, uh, what we think is going to happen, why gonna? Who do we like in these games and why? On Sunday mornings, we will preview for you uh, the full slate of NFL action for Sunday and that Monday night game. And they will usually pick the Thursday night game on one of our shows throughout the week. So, so stay tuned to what we're doing. Hopefully, uh, if you've been with us for previous seasons before, welcome back. Hopefully, you'll ride with us for another football season. If you've never been with us before during football season, um, and you're just now finding us, then check us out. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Follow me on the chefs that resonate with you. Uh, we have Twitter handles. You can also find us on uh, Facebook and other places. But check out our website. Got bios there. Uh, Mike Harvey 149 is where you will find me on Twitter. And so check us out. Check out everything that we are doing here in Sports City. One more thing. Uh, sponsor-wise, Co. Listen, they have all your Philly sports needs. You want to get your Michael Lorenzen jersey since he just threw a new hitter? A couple really good thoughts coming off the trade deadline. Uh, check out phiapparel.co, not com, but just .co. Use that promo code CHEFS at checkout, CHEFS, C-H-E-F-S. At checkout, and get yourself 15% off there at sportscitychefs.com. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we got there. Phi Apparel. Co. Promo code chefs at checkout for fifteen percent off. Philly's playing pretty good ball right now. They got three out of four a week ago from the Marlins. They're hanging in there in second place, uh, trying to distance themselves from some of the other clubs in uh, the wild card race. Still kind of uh, in the rear view of the uh, Giants, but this Phillies team uh, looking all the world, like they're going to be able to contend uh, for a playoff spot. Aaron Nola's got to ride the ship a little bit. He's pitching tonight. Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Arrington, uh, Michael Arenton, uh, Rangers Suarez. I mean, they got some guys now in the front of that rotation. So we'll see Bryce Harper playing first base. Uh, we've seen some new guys like Johan Rojas in center field and some other guys. So um, we will see what happens with uh, Philadelphia. Just kind of looking around, and we'll talk about it more on Sunday morning. But the Seattle Mariners are creeping back in. A lot of people thought they should have sold. The young kid, Logan Gilbert, a couple of days ago, seven innings, 12 strikeouts, one base runner, and it create an incredibly perf- impressive performance there uh, from young Logan Gilbert. So looking around there, uh, the Mariners have basically switched places with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in the standings over the last uh, couple of weeks, they really uh, spanked them in a series recently. And now it's the Mariners that are looking up a few games over 500 and the Angels that are trying to get back to 500. I saw some notes this week that said Trout was starting to take swings and other things. So we will see how long it takes Mr. Trout to get back in the South and make it back. Uh, The Angels have a daunting, daunting schedule for the month of August. So can they survive that? What does it look like on the other side? And then, uh, you know, how do they recover coming off of that? So uh, very, very, very uh, interesting as we move forward. Let's see what else I got today. I'm going to make the statement now. I don't have Chandler today, so I don't really have anybody to argue with me. Uh, But I will – Discuss this further in in Future shows if anybody wants to Call me out on this But I'm going to tell you right now That Today In my opinion The best Offensive player or or the best All-around player in Major League Baseball Not named Shohei Otani At least this year Is Ronald Acuna Jr. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Why in a second but Uh, You know, he doesn't pitch on the mound. He doesn't have filthy stuff. So I'll I'll put Shohei, Mr. Otani, in his own category for right now. Fine. Okay, Shohei, you go over there. And then looking at the rest of of Major League Baseball, I'm telling you this year, Ronald Acuna, best all-around player in baseball. Not named Shohei. A couple reasons why. We'll start with the... Defense, he plays a great defense in right field, has a cannon for an arm. He's robbed multiple home runs this year, does his job out there. Now the plate. Before we talk about numbers, let me just point out a couple of things. This year he's completely healthy. Uh, this guy's barrel rate and hard hit rate is off the charts. Uh, but Ronald Acuna has cut down dramatically on his strikeouts. He's also cut down his chase rate. He's not swinging as many bad pitches. You're really actually starting to see growth in his game, which is interesting because he's been in the league for a few years, but, you know, last year I feel like he never was completely healthy but just trying to be there for his team. Uh, this year, not so much. He's, you know, he's been out there. He's kind of had a couple little things where he's been able to avoid injury. So we'll see if he can uh, make it to the finish line. But as of right now, this guy is on pace possibly. Uh, and, you know, who knows with the warm weather the ball flying, he could speed up on this. But right now, Ronald Acuna is on pace to hit 38 home runs and still 77 bases. That's crazy to me. You hear 40-40, 50-50. 40, uh, does this mean that, uh, you know, this guy could eventually be a 50-50 guy? Um, does his job on the bases. Uh, gets on base. This guy, over his last 12 games, hit 450. Um, when he gets on, obviously, he affects uh, the game on the base pass doesn't really take a pitch off, and even a lot of his outs are hard-hit balls. Like, he smoked that ball uh, to the third baseman, 113 miles an hour off the bat, or something ridiculous. Like, if he makes the play cleanly, it's easy to throw him out because of how quick the ball got on him. So Acuna is really, really grown to me as a player this year, uh, and he's still fairly young. That's the thing. If he can continue to maintain health, uh, we can understand why he was so highly touted. Uh, in the Braves system uh, coming up. So, Ron Acuna Jr., to me, right now, he's sitting clear of 340, north of 340. He's leading the league in runs by a lot. I mean, leading all of baseball by by, by runs by a significant margin. Uh, he already has – and he's he on pace to score about 160 runs, by the way. So, uh, just a ridiculous, filthy good season uh, for Ron Acuna. He's definitely the engine that makes the Braves go. Now the Braves dropped the game today against Pittsburgh. They split there. So this has not been their best road trip. They lost two out of three in Chicago. So the Braves so far are three and four on their road trip. Now they do go to New York to play three more uh, to finish the trip. So uh, if you sweep there, you go six and four. If you get two out of three, you still break it, even at five and five. With a season that has a lot of ups and downs, you take that. That works. So, uh, you come back home, get ready to host a few more teams and and just keep the season going. Uh, Max Fried struggled last time out, but he pitched good the first time. Uh, My guess is being out for a couple months, it takes a little bit to find the handle there. So, we'll see how he bounces back and comes back on his next start. Uh, But I was impressed with Pittsburgh. I thought they hit the ball pretty well this this week, and I think uh, you can see why they've been able to hold off. Uh, St. Louis so far in that division. So, the crazy thing that I heard today, though, is the Atlanta Braves, Michael Harris is bad at night most of this year. There's been a couple other guys in that spot. Arcea, a couple other guys playing shortstop. Hilliard, uh Pilar, there's been a couple other guys hit ninth, But for the majority of the year, it's been Michael Harris Jr., Uh, Michael Harris II, who's been one of the hottest hitters in baseball the last couple months. Uh, Even again this weekend, multiple hits in this series. Uh, Michael Harris in the last two months has hit about 370, 370, 375. Ridiculously hot. But this is out of the nine spot. Michael Harris is the OPS. So on base plus slugging percentage is what OPS is. Uh, The average for a major leaguer is 730. 800 is, uh, once you start getting 800 or higher, that's what you consider good. So average is 730. Uh, Good would be 800 or better. The OPS for the Atlanta Braves from the number nine position in the batting or the bottom of the lineup, 826. By far the highest OPS from any number nine spot in the majors. Here's the crazy thing. That 826 OPS from the number nine position in the batting order for the Atlanta Braves is better than 22 of the 30 leadoff hitters in our team's leadoff spots in baseball as well. So that means that there's only eight teams that have a leadoff hitter or that have gotten more production out of the leadoff spot when it comes to OPS than the Atlanta Braves have gotten out of their ninth spot. Uh, So, that goes how deep that lineup is. My coach, Chandler, often says I can't stand he can't stand Alexander because of what he's been able to do. But it gives him respect for what he's been able to accomplish in Atlanta. So looking at that, uh, Twins playing a little better right now, uh, taking care of what they're supposed to do. Uh, the Marlins trying to hold on. They had a series with the uh, Reds this week. Both of those teams have really hit on hard times. Marlins, Reds, Diamondbacks are teams that we've been talking about a lot this year, and they're all really kind of hitting skids right now. So can they get back? We will see. There was a no-hitter in Major League Baseball yesterday, thrown by Michael Lorenzen. First no-hitter for Philadelphia since Roy Holiday did it in game one of the LDS uh, several years ago. So uh, big deal for the Phillies franchise this week. Michael Lorenzen is looking like an even better um, higher JT and Muto with a home run tonight. So, far. so uh, yeah, I, I think Michael Lorenzen's doing a nice job there. We'll see long term if that's a good move for the Phillies or not, but uh, he's definitely going to help that rotation. Looking at trades uh, since the deadline, not a lot of teams that made a ton of moves have been great. The Diamondbacks have got Paul Seawall. From the Mariners, and they haven't really had a closing Opportunity for them yet uh, The Angels made some trades and did some things To try to improve and they really hit Skids um, So uh, very few Trades so far Have been a real shot in the arm And I said this yesterday too I'm really concerned about the pitching Long term in the American League East uh, The Orioles have sent Tyler Wells down to Preserve his innings Grayson Rodriguez has been inconsistent Uh, Kyle Gibson is, you know, not an ace type stuff. This Orioles team is fantastic, but I'm a little bit worried about their pitching depth down the stretch. And I'm also worried about the pitching of the Tampa Bay Rays. You already lost Springs and Rasmussen. Now Shane McClellan is out for a while. Uh, So with three-fifths of your starting rotation from the small market team, uh, that's going to be tough to fill the gap. They did go get Aaron Tavale. From Cleveland, going into the deadline, so you take him and Tyler Glass now if he's healthy. And then maybe Zach Eflin, who's been pretty good, Uh, actually really good. They've gotten a lot out of him this year. So you take him and maybe Taj Bradley, and then you just kind of try to figure it out from there. So Zach Little has been made a starter for them. So um, they're just trying to scrape together the best squad they can and try to be competitive in AOE. They got off to a really fast start, though. So I think they'll be there. I don't know what they'll do once they get there, but I, I, Tampa may have a little bit too far to fall. It's interesting that the one team that we talked about all year, can they pitch, is the Toronto Blue Jays, and they've actually in some ways gotten as good a starting pitching as anybody in the division. Um, I will never, ever pick up Luis Severino for a fantasy team again. He burned me again yesterday. So, no more when it comes to fantasy sports. Luis Severino is dead to me. So, um, respect for him and his career. hope he does well. I will never pick him up in fantasy again. I don't think. (laughs) Uh, That being said, two or three starts of seven innings and 12 strikeouts uh, can definitely uh, change a man's mind. So, don't forget real quick, we've talked about this a little bit, Um, fantasy football coming up. Uh, you can still play some fantasy baseball There's daily. And if you guys haven't heard this yet, I'm sure a lot of you have, but I'll tell you real quick, one of the other things that you can do, and you can do multiple ones of these because you don't have to com- uh, continue to juggle and set lineups or worry about roster decisions uh, other than, you know, who you want on your team. Uh, but you don't have to be as precise on lineups or anything else. But ball oh, you can do it on Yahoo. You can do it on of but uh, best ball is a cool game. Uh, basically what best ball does is you draft a team, you set it, and forget it. Now, you can make roster moves, like I said, throughout the week, or waiver claims, but you set your roster and forget it, and the way best ball works is instead of, it takes the guesswork out of it. So it will take the best two wide receiver scores on your team, regardless of whether you had them in this or that position. It will by default take the best scores on your team and put together the best possible lineup that it can based on the production of your guys. So uh, it's not quite as in-depth skill-wise as a uh, true fantasy league, but there is some skill involved and you can grab a bunch of them and just, you know, take the time to set them on t- once a week or on Sundays. Or if you want to look at the waiver wires, but, uh, you know, I always tell people don't play more than you can follow. Uh because I feel like that as a nod to the competition and respect to the competitive balance in the league, um, if you're going to be in the league, you need to, uh, you need to compete. You need to be there. So if you're not going to follow very well and you're on the fence about whether or not you're going to be able to follow another team as close, uh, if you're having trouble deciding whether to play, then odds are don't, unless it's just, like, you feel like you really owe somebody something. So that's my fantasy advice, unsolicited, of course. But got a few minutes, so that's what I kind of wanted to hit. Uh, let's see. Real quick in baseball, Mariners on their run. Uh, Dodgers have been playing pretty well. Brewers have been doing all right. Um and and Houston's going to be a problem, I'm telling you. Uh, Houston Astros are serious, and Texas is not fading to the distance. But keep an eye out for um, what happens with Josh Young. If he got hurt recently. He's been having a really good year. So keep an eye on what happens with him right as they get Seeger back. I feel like Young goes down. So that's not the best for that team. Uh, so keep an eye on that for the Texas Rangers. Also, since we talked last week, verdict came down on Alvin Kamara for the Saints. Alvin gets three games. Could have been a lot worse. Uh, Now, at least if you're the Saints, you know what it is. You can prepare for it now and kind of be prepared for the rest of your season. Saints have some depth at running back. They signed Jamal Williams in the offseason. They got Kendrick Miller, the kid from TCU. And then this week, they just worked out and signed Kareem Hunt. People are like, why? Well, uh, last year, the Saints were wondering who was going to be the third running back. And they had a couple guys competing for it. Then they went with three and cut a guy, and then people struggled, and so you almost wish you had had four. And so I think that Saints brass has decided for the physical line, even though, yes, we do want to throw the ball, we would like to have four good quality running backs. So that's what they're going to do, uh, at least for now. That's why they signed Kareem Hunt, so we'll see what he looks like. Uh, going through some practices in that leading up to this one, if not this one, possibly uh, the next one or third preseason game. I expect Kareem to get some run, uh, in the black and gold. So Kareem Hunt signed in New Orleans. I thought the Eagles had a couple really good sneaky signings uh, over the weekend as well. They signed a couple of linebackers in Miles Jack, who's been in all-pro before. Um, You signed him and you signed Zach Cunningham. Uh, Miles Jackson in a few places. Zach Cunningham in Tennessee and in a couple spots too. So uh, These are guys to keep an eye on. It gives them some veteran depth and experience uh, amongst a good linebacking course. Impressed with what I've seen from the Eagles as far as these signings go. Um, Hard knocks has started one episode down. Uh, Episode two will be out I think next week. So Uh, Keep an eye out on the Hard Knocks episode and what happens there. USA Women's National Team gets defeated by Sweden this week. Uh, Scores, scores lost on penalty kicks. Uh, This team looked uninspired, and I think um, they got a lesson that the 96 – no, sorry, they got a lesson that the 2000 – Or dream team got And that is You can't just roll the ball out there And expect to win So uh, You have to work at it You got to You got to compete You got to continue to perfect your craft And you got to get better You can't rest on your laurel So um, Yeah, there's that We have lots of fun things coming up Shows this week we have, like I said, three weeks away from regular college football, four from NFL. T- Thomas, TP, Thomas, and I will break this down for you on Sunday morning, what happened on the weekend, What ha- what's going on on Sunday. Set the table for you. Check us out again next week with all our shows, NFL front office show. Lots of good topics to bring to the table next Tuesday night. Cards cook out on Wednesday. Hopefully I'll have Chandler back in the sun with me next Thursday. Four round table gumbo. Check us out, sportscitychefs.com, sports blog, website, everything else, phiapparel.co, chefs at checkout. And don't forget to like and subscribe and share any of our stuff that resonates with you. I'm Joel Indiana, uh, man. Les Les Shout-out to all the chefs, TP Timers, uh, serious, villain, controversy, Day Date. My co-host, Chandler, everybody that's part of the Sports City Chefs community. Thank you for all you do for being part of what we do. We are truly a family here at Sports City, and STP would say if you could try to shut things down, tell a friend to tell a friend. Then it's the chefs again, and if they don't know now, they know. Peace, we are. Here.